Are you tired of your run-of-the-mill sex toys? Look no further than Dame Products, a sexual wellness brand set on design-forward community-based pleasure education. And what I love about this brand is that they have something for everyone, whether you're coupled, single, whatever, you can find the perfect toy for your pleasure. They also have great curated sets. If you want a little hands-free, Partners optional, even if you're a beginner, Dame Products toys are perfect. And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie10. That's Boonie, all caps, 10 to save 10% on your purchase at Dame Products. The link can be found in the show notes and on the BooniBreakdown.com. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Boonie, and you're listening to the Boonie Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, welcome to this week's episode. We're here for episode 195. Our guest is the homie, the homie, the homie, Sheikah. We're here for another Shit Hits Different. This episode of Shit Hits Different, we are dissecting the great African-American classic called Soul Food. (laughs) This one was fun to dissect. Uh, It was funny after we finished recording this episode, both Sheikah and I said we thought Soul Food aged really well. It's so interesting going back and kind of watching some of these movies and seeing things that didn't age well. They aged perfect. This one aged really good. It is a funny kiki. I hope you guys enjoy Sheikah and I breaking this down. So stick around for that conversation. All right. Hop right into my pick of the week. Uh, This week, I got to shout out Nordstrom. Uh, (laughs) You know why they're so great? It's because they take anything back. Um, you don't have to give a reason why you're returning it. Just here, I, I take it. If you did not know, um, most Nordstroms right now are also doing curbside returns. And so that has been happening to me. Um, not happening to me. I've been using that as a way to not go into the store and spend more money. Come pick this up at my car and take it in there. <laughs> I don't need to see shit else y'all have in this store, but it's just so interesting because these stores don't have shit know how, but I fucking love Nordstrom. I think it is the the, the perfect uh, department store. You know, the stores are dying, But Nordstrom has stayed true. You can get some low-end stuff. You can get some high-end stuff and everything in between. So shout out to Nordstrom this week. I hope you aren't going to be late. I have already started doing my Christmas shopping um, because if you follow me on my personal Instagram, you know I have been personally stalking the shipping containers that are all stuck off the coast (laughs) near California. Um, And I feel like all of that shit is going to make Christmas shopping a bit more difficult. So I have started early. I'm hopefully would like to be finished by the end of this month I really don't want to be doing much shopping in December at all unless it's for me for my birthday but Nordstrom that's bay right there housekeeping housekeeping come back later please housekeeping not now all right feedback from episode 194 I heart Jordans and good big dicks uh with Tashia of the sneaker exhibit so much good feedback on this episode I know an episode is really good when KG sends me a text like the episode was good (laughs) 
that's my marker. That's when I know I knocked it out of the park when KG texts me. I had someone I also know in real life kind of message me like, hey, and then we ended up having a 30 minute conversation about the episode. This is also a guy. So I thought it was interesting this week. I got so much feedback about this episode from guys. On Talk to Booney Tuesday, I'd asked so many women, I'd asked women, had you ever brought one of your boo things, a pair of shoes? So many of you said exactly what my mama told me. You buy a nigga a pair of shoes, he's going to walk out your life. You don't buy nigga shoes. So uh, <laughs> it was so interesting. It's always funny, like where these little folk stories come from, like who mama made that shit up? And now it has survived the generations. But when I asked that question, 58% of women who answered that poll said yes they had bought a, ma- a man a pair of shoes so if you have not listened to episode 194 I encourage you to go back listen to it it's funny it's laughs um, some good dialogue as well and so it's a great episode to check out also last week I dropped my sixth annual uh, Boonies Black Friday shopping guide that features over 50 black owned businesses to help you find the perfect gift for you or those on your list for this holiday season. So you can find that over at um, the booniebreakdown.com. It's right on the homepage if you scroll down a bit and you can find it in the link on Instagram. So many places. I'll link it in the show notes as well. But be sure to support some black businesses, some local businesses, some small businesses and women owned businesses this holiday season. Don't just give all your money to Amazon and Target if you can, um, but try to spread that money with some smaller businesses. Be sure to share the guide with people that you know. um, And it's a great way to help some smaller businesses get new customers or even just get visibility and brand awareness. And if you're new here at the Booney Breakdown, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you are following us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, at the Booney Breakdown, on Twitter, just at Boonie Breakdown. All right. And we're sharing this episode. Be sure to use the hashtag, the Boonie Breakdown, the hashtag pod, N P O D I N. You can tag us, put it in your Insta story. You can send a tweet. Just drop the link to the episode in your fucking group chat. That helps so much. So many of you have told me, I've been sharing and sharing and sharing. And I just really appreciate it. I do see that correlation in our number of downloads. When you guys enjoy an episode and you share it, I see it. I see the results of my work. So I appreciate you guys so much. If you want to go a step further, we have a wonderful Patreon community. We have a group chat. We have monthly live events. We They get extra Would You Rather Wednesday questions sometimes. Um, so it's a great, great community we're building over there. So you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the Booney Breakdown. I love, love, love uh, when you guys sign up and join. We actually had um, an event last week that was phenomenal. Um, and if you can't make the live events, all majority of the replays, if it's an event that is worthy of recording, the replays are posted on Patreon. So you can go back. People watch them all the time. Rewatch the thing. If it's a, a, a exercise, sometimes it's good to have a little refresher and go back and watch them. So you have access to all of those great things. If you join right now, you can go back and watch all of the replays from everything this year. You get access to all of that as soon as you join. So again, you can sign up at patreon.com backslash the Booney Breakdown. So that is it for me. So let's get ready to break it down. (laughs) 
Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and I have our favorite here. Hey, Shika girl. Hey now. How are oh, you? Oh, look at us. I am good enjoying this fine day off. How are yes. you? Amen. Thanks for a day off. I love your purple hair. Thank you. It's so cute. Your skin is all glowy. Back. Come on now. Yes. yes. And finally, this the natural is doing what it needs to do. I, yeah, I, it's I, I cute. Yeah. Can I, like I tell you, you, can I tell you, mm-hmm. I recently started acupuncture mm. and I did not, I don't know. I was just so willing. I was so, I had been so stressed out and so what's the word I'm looking for? Just like a little bit anxious and some anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I normally don't have anxiety, but I was physically feeling it in my body like mm-hmm. in my back, like right here in my like shoulder and neck. And so I got a massage that temporarily helped like, oh, that felt great. Pin on the massage. And then um, I was like, it came back. I was like, nah, we got to try something else. So my health insurance pays for some sessions of acupuncture. Nice. So I was like, all right, let's, um, let's give this a go. The first session, I was like, okay. The second one, okay, I'm, I think it's something to it because we were working on, they only focus on the pressure points um, with whatever affi- affliction you're trying to think. Right. It was stress. So we were doing a detox and reboot. And so she was working on stress, my energy levels. And then the other thing is, it's so funny, people are going to laugh, but. I'm fat, but I don't eat. I really do not eat. And that's why I'm fat because my body's in starvation mode oh, like yeah, that, no, all day long. Like <laughs> I went through that. I, my doctor told me that when I was younger. Yeah, she's exactly. like, like, so the acupuncturist like dragged me again, even though one of my friends had already dragged me. So she's like, Yeah, don't matter what you do, you're never gonna lose weight because your body is literally in starvation mode. So let's get this. So we're working on my appetite and digestion. Oh wow. So after the second session. Usually on my period, I am, I have no energy. Like I am, even on my heavy day, I was still so energetic. I didn't feel fatigued. I was like, okay, acupuncture. Then this week I went for my third session and bitch, the sleep that I got in that motherfucker, (laughs) her table is heated. Yes. So then you're, so I'm laying on my stomach because all of the pressure points we're doing are in my back and my neck. Mm -hmm. She does some in my feet. Um, So I'm laying on my stomach and I had my hands like this, but I was like, no, they're going to fall. So I tucked them. Mm. At one point, I don't even snore like that. I was snoring so loud. It woke myself up, air quotes, (laughs) but it woke me up that I was like, I felt like I was looking at myself. Right, 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 right. But I was still like, it was a really weird experience. The best fucking sleep. And I have good sleep. That was some good ass sleep for that hour. She came in and touched me and I was like, it scared me. Yeah, that happened to me in my lash appointment because my lash girl has heated beds. So that heated bed. Let me tell you, I remember like like knocking out completely that I started snoring. And I was like, and you can't open your eyes. You so can't. I it's like. <laughs> I couldn't really open my eyes, but I was like, oh, bitch, you're sleep, sleep. 
Okay, you yeah. need to kind of wake up, but that shit is relaxing. I want to try acupuncture. No, I really enjoy it. It doesn't hurt for people who are like, oh, it doesn't hurt. I hate needles. Um, it feels a bee sting hurts more if you yeah. can. So mm-hmm. it really does not hurt. Um, so I'm all in on the acupuncture train now. So after next week, I don't have to go weekly. I can space them out. But my first four visits for me, she wanted me to come weekly. So I'd been going like every Monday and mm-hmm. wow. Um, I just was really, I, I was so skeptical. Like this shit ain't going to work. Right. <laughs> Congratulations. At least you got something to release the tension. Yeah. So I'm excited yes. about that. Um, and it was so back to the massage and then right. we're going to move on. So y'all know the massages y'all see on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and the nigga slap you in the forehead with the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I had like a semi-Instagram massage. Okay. My mama, mama ratchet set my ass up because she had the guy first. Okay. And so he comes to my house. I got a 90-minute massage. Mm-hmm. He also had a heated table. If you're a big girl, it was wide enough. It was sturdy enough. All this stuff. I was pumped. And I had on a little muumuu dress when he came up just with panties on. So sometimes until I gauge my comfort level, I usually start with the panties and then bitch, and then I should have not wore no panties. Um, he literally massaged everything but my clitoris. Um <laughs> literally literally at one point i'm laying there sleep he's Mm -hmm. using hot oils and because it was hot oil his hands felt like hot stones Mm. oh it was so amazing but then i heard the table go i said wait a minute i ain't even moved (laughs) right this nigga mounts me he's on top (laughs) of me Mm -hmm. on the massage table y'all and i was like so I tensed up and then he felt me tense up and he's like, relax, relax. And he's like rubbing my back. Now I'll give him kudos though. Cause this nigga's literally sitting on my ass. Y'all see my ass. It's a shelf. It's big. And I was like, if I feel this nigga's dick, I'm going to lose my shit. Right. I, like, I don't know what he was doing. Did he tuck? He tuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe he tucked it. Maybe he tuck his dick just in case. Maybe he's rubbed enough bitches. His dick don't get hard now no more on it. Maybe. Yeah. But I was just like, oh my God. And you just had to succumb because then he was in my shelf, in my bag. And he was really getting it. But the nigga sitting, like he's mounted me. Mm-hmm. Then we flip over. So I'm on my back now. <laughs> so he starts, he stretches all your legs out mm-hmm. each way. And I'm like, yes, get like, it was. Let me just say the massage was 12 out of 10. Like, I ain't even going for yes. He then takes the drape. You know, you got the little thing. He just pull mm-hmm. it down. He all on the titties. I said, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying not to get aroused. He takes the, 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 the drape and then he rolls it into your thigh and he moved the panties. He's in it. So mm-hmm. literally, he did. I then I had to call somebody over here to touch my clit because I was horny as fuck when he laughed. Like, yo, it's so funny we be having parallel stories because the first time I went to uh, what is it called Spa World, 
in like Centerville. Oh yes, yes, yes. I've heard of it. I've never the been. Little, when the little Asian lady, first of all, she stood on me. She <laughs> on my back. And I was like, is this feet? But then when she flipped me over, she definitely massaged my titties. And I was very confused. I was probably like, I was still in my 20s. And I was like, is the Look. titty massage a part of it? Because I like it. But like, also, I did not expect you to massage my titties. Did not expect. I literally know. Like, I've had people do the, the, the breastbone, the chest bone, your clavicle. I'm like this me. I was like. But oh, not God. like all on the areola and nipple. I was. <laughs> that shit is wild but the Let's massage was a one can't front um would do it again loved everything about it and that is that is what it is um uh come in my home and massage me yeah no i'm definitely booking again that may be my birthday treat to myself since i'm like not going anywhere i don't have no passport yet either still so still Still, like I sent that motherfucker off back in July. <laughs> well, you know what? I just contacted this um company. It's called whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, because they're not a sponsor. But I bought bulbs, peony bulbs to put in my backyard. I would love to have peonies. You know, I'm 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 such a plant. Oh, look at you, you're such a plant now, girl. Yeah, no, I'm about to quit everything and go work at a botanical garden. But <laughs> I ordered these bulbs in early October and so you know there's a certain time of the year you're supposed to put in and I'm like where the fuck are my bulbs and they just emailed me back today about the goddamn shipping containers coming from Holland listen and I was like these fucking containers I need to go Christmas shopping like yesterday yeah I told people I have I've already started Christmas shopping um I hate the holidays so I'm struggling (laughs) Yeah, it's like Christmas is my favorite. And because I've been buying furniture for this new house and mm-hmm. on my personal Instagram, if you follow me there, I have been sharing yeah. all of the stories about the shipping containers. Because if I hear one thing about these motherfucking shipping containers, I want my shit. Um, but the shit is real. It's 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 real yeah. right now. So if you're probably gonna have to shop local for Christmas if you have not already started. Um Small and local, and probably. Beware that the stores have been bare since. Yeah, stores don't have shit in them. I was, yeah. I would sporadically go to Pentagon City in COVID or whatever, and I walked in Nordstrom and I was like, "Y'all don't have shit in here. Nothing. 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 It's fucking sucks. Like I don't know what we're gonna do, y'all. Yeah, so, I, I've been trying to get like I like a particular type of towel and stuff. The, and you go on Target, them side, them aisles is bare. Target too. Target don't have shit in that motherfucker. Oh my god, it is sad. Yeah, so a lot of these stores really just don't have a lot of things. And what's been happening to me with some of my furniture pieces that I've ordered, some things I'm paying the five on, some things I'm not willing to pay the five on. So like my dresser, I ordered it, they canceled it. Oh. Um. So. Then what some of the furniture companies have been doing is canceling what you ordered months ago because mm-hmm. the inventory is so low. So they're not making money. And then they'll put it, it's available on their website, but they raise the price. So my dresser, they canceled the order. So I go look on the website. It's in stock. But now instead of it being $575, it's $1275. Shut the fuck up. 700 fucking more dollars. I'm not paying the five there. Mm-hmm. I'm 
Oh, fuck. That's so much extra money. It's so much extra money. So I've been running into that for certain things. So at this point now, I think I have all of the furniture that I've been waiting for. The other two pieces I was waiting for got canceled. My media console and my dresser. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's that. Yeah. But yeah, if you haven't started shopping, then you need to start shopping. I need to get on it. And my mama's birthday, she's a like turkey day b- person. So her birthday is coming up. And I'm like, I have to order from somebody that I've ordered from, you know, in the last few months that I've gotten my shit fairly timely, like a Sephora. Sephora's been pretty- Yeah, certain places. If it's in certain stock, places, yeah. they've been good. Um, no, I would agree with that. But the places that are fucked up are fucked up. <laughs> so speaking of the holidays in Turkey Day, mm-hmm. I wanted us to do another shit that hits different. And... I hit up Chica and I'm like, girl, we got to watch Soul Food because <laughs> I feel like Soul Food going to hit a little different with the eyes. And so watch it. I had not watched the full movie in a long time, Me but it really did. Certain parts of that movie hit different too. <laughs> I feel like it was definitely a mod's age when the movie came out. Like, I feel like we were more close. No, we were. We were 90. It came out in 97. So yes. 97, I was definitely in the seventh grade. Yes. So we were so watching it from because I don't think I've seen it Philly either as an adult. So seeing it and remembering how I felt, first of all, my period is next week. So I did not expect to watch this shit and be emotional. As fuck. <laughs> like I text, remember I text you. I knew you were sleeping. I was like, bitch, not me being teary eyed. Yeah, you be up at the crack of dawn. I was shook. I was like, not nah, come on now. Like I just no. I don't know. It it definitely um definitely hit different. I did look up some of uh, fun facts because I was curious about something. Soul Food was filmed in 36 days. Really? Yes, it was filmed in 36 days. It was something with the production company, Baby Faces Production Company. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to film it, they for him to get it they had to um they had to film it in that time frame because if they had pushed they wanted to film it in 1997 but if they had waited baby faces company could not have done it and so they rushed filmed it in 36 days for yeah. Babyface to get it my first question was before we actually hit some points when it came up and it started, and I was like, damn, what happened to Ahmad? Like, <laughs> I was going to Google him and I was like, bitch, are you being thirsty? Like, don't eat. I was going to Google to see what he looked like now because I was, I thought about that. Well, it's so funny. A lot of people must have did it because as I was typing in Ahmad, it came up, um, like his picture. He's um, there. Oh. Yeah, if you're watching on Patreon, there's a fine. I knew he was gonna grow up and be fine. I knew it. Yeah, so I but it seems like he did like a couple of other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he was like a menace to society. Okay. Um, because he was like the young Kane. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but he didn't do much. He was like in waiting to Hexale, remember. Okay. And so I went back and Googled. So he did Menace to Society, Tales from the Hood, Waiting to Exhale, Space Jam. Soul mm-hmm. Food was like his big role. And right. he, he did some like TV shit after that. But 
really, he did not do much. And it's just so shocking because he was like pretty much the like elite. Like it was was from his point of view. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he did amazing. Yeah, I thought he did good. He wasn't like a corny child actor, but that was literally my first thought when it started. I was like, what happened to Ahmad? Like he didn't do anything else. I feel like child actors who like fall off fine other jobs like you know what i mean yeah i also and when i was googling it it, and i guess nothing came of it they said in 2015 it was announced that they were planning a sequel film called more soul food um but i guess nothing happened with that i don't know maybe it's in the works i also never watched the television show no i did i remember watching it because we ain't had showtime when i was growing up We had somebody, we 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 were still in probably, but still. Yeah, so now I, I want to go watch it. the show. Like, I forgot it was a television show, too. It was a really good show. I think I had fell off at some point, but it was, it was, it was quite, because Melinda Williams played Bird, I believe. Yes, yes, I remember yes, that. yes. I remember that. Yes, it was good. So, yeah, so they had, um, if you also did not know, for the role of Terry, which was Vanessa Williams. Halle Berry and Whitney Houston were considered for that role. Oh, wow. I could see either of them, actually. They were considered for that role. And for the role of Bird, they considered Regina King, Kenya Moore, and Jada Pinkett Smith. Kenya Moore? Kenya Moore! (laughs) Kenya Moore was a little actress. And then they said Vivica Fox auditioned for the role of Terry. (laughs) But then she landed the role of Maxine instead. So I used those... to like Vivica Fox. So okay, See, before we get to the plot, Vivica, I always thought she was so like to me in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. She was just so pretty. She had a banging body, beautiful. Like she was just such a pretty woman. And so when she started doing all that weird plastic surgery shit to her face, it was making me sad. Because she was just so fucking pretty. Like, Vivica Fox is a bad one. Like, Yeah, she was my fave. I think she was one of my faves in the movie. I remember that, like, when I watched it younger, mm-hmm. I really liked her in the yes. movie. She looks so good. She like, looks so I mean, good. I cannot, now I cannot look at her and look at her new nose because... No, I, I hate the... Yeah. I feel like she did some stuff to correct, which mm-hmm. made things a little better. But at one moment there, she was looking a little weird in the face. So the movie opens up at the reception of Bird and Lim. And I must say, first of all, (laughs) why the fuck were their exes invited to like at their wedding reception? So confused. So you have Samuel. (laughs) He popped up. He was the papa, which I was up and was feeling her up in the wedding dress. And then you got Lim over here letting his Drunk. neck bust it open. <laughs> Why was she dancing so goddamn hard? Like, like was doing the most. The most, okay? He would have bought Like, it was the hoodest thing I'd ever seen. It was so much. Even though there is a picture of my dad at my parents' wedding with the bottle of champagne, like bow tie undone looking quite faded now there's no hoochies dancing on them but (laughs) i was just like oh relatable okay i can see how you get here (laughs) and i thought it was so great because at first like 
my first thought was like, I forgot about this because I hadn't watched it in so long. I forgot about the scene where Nia Long comes back in like, who is that hoochie coochie with that fat ass on my husband? Yes. I would have been fucking that bitch up and him up. Because the, what the fuck? We just got married an hour ago. It was ready. Pregnant at yeah. all. Pregnant at <laughs> all. Like, we need to go out there and beat ass. We need to beat her ass. Oh my God, that's scene. But what a great opening scene. It was such a country, well, not country, but it was such a black wedding, like in a little church reception hall mm-hmm. where your mama done cooked all the food. Yes, and... buffet style. Yes, <laughs> buffet style. And then I'm laughing too, because it's like, we. I think we said this when we did shit, it's different for thin line between love and hate. It was also nice to see like, Vivica Fox, it was her hair. It wasn't no weave, like the the, the makeup and hair and the fashions of the 90s were on full display there. So it was just interesting how people look so different now. Especially, yeah. Then they do that. Then we did that. Yeah. Then we get to Big Mama House. They are eating Sunday dinner. They're they're introducing Mm -hmm. why it's soul food and Sunday dinner. Right. How fucking horny do you got to be to fucking your mama's bathroom while they in the kitchen frying chicken <laughs> gotta be a lot of horny a lot of horny but i don't know for some reason i felt like at some point did they live there too did so they were living there, living there yeah because he because if you go to the scene where he finally got the job and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. like, they was in the house. he said we're gonna have enough money to get our own place mm-hmm. but they weren't the only horny ones the pastor. Oh my God. Why wasn't anybody beating his ass? I did not understand. <laughs> he was so I, out of pocket. He, he was so extra. Kissing on everybody. Especially when Cousin Faith showed up. And then you get to come to dinner every week, my nigga? No, he needs to go. That Big is something black families be letting the pedophiles sit at the table. He, he was gross. He was disgusting. I hated him. Every time I saw his face, I was like, here he go. Because what did he say? Oh, he was out of pocket at the reception. He said, yes. I said bird. And he was like, bird said, I need to have sex every day. He said, oh, well, put the reverend down for Tuesday. I'm like, <laughs> we would How not be around. We would not be going to that church. <laughs> they showed the, the montage of him kissing on each one of them. Face like all, and everybody like, mm, like, sir, no. And right. when cousin Faith shows up, she has on a crop top with the fur yeah. coat. He reached into the coat, yo, and touched her. You niggas are disgusting for reaching into bitches you don't know coats. To that her. was so out of pocket. It was so not gross. even funny. The pastor was nasty as fuck. Yeah, he blew. I was like, yo, were pastors really like that? Because like, I grew up going to church. Now I don't know. Because I was like, I know I would have absolutely hated church. Yeah, my past ain't do all that. I went to church too. Um, But yeah, my pastor wasn't doing all that and touching me and kissing on everybody flagrantly like that. So Mm -hmm. that is disgusting. Um, I also wanted to know, because every time they showed the food scenes, I was like, how much weight did those motherfuckers gain filming this movie? Who cooked the food? I was wondering, who was that caterer? That's a good point, too, because real, real home-cooked food. It was. I was like, that macaroni cheese looked like it was hitting. (laughs) Chicken and dumplings. I was like, that looks amazing. 
But yeah, it was so much fucking food. It was so much food and it all looked so good, but I was really watching it like, who was cooking all that? Like, how much weight did they gain? I'm going to see who cooked the food. Right. <laughs> Let me see if it come up. Um, but I was just flabbergasted if they had to keep doing, um, if they had to keep like, yeah, doing because scenes. people think about takes or whatever. Yeah. Because I don't a podcast about a show. So sometimes too, though, if they have to like retake it or whatever, the actors will just like spit it out or something like that. So I don't uh, know. Maybe that's what they were like, doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Cause I was really thinking that. So now we're going to fast forward. We see like Terry and Maxine don't get along and then they do a cutaway as to why they don't get along. And it's because Maxine essentially stole Kenny from Terry. Did. So. I don't even know. Was Maxine wrong for stealing her sister's man? Not at Like, where's he is? Would you say he was her man or they were just dating? I so feel was like she wrong? Dating. And, well, see, this is 2021 me because I feel like people back then, yes, they took like high school relationships and shit seriously where i feel like most of the people you date in your 20s shouldn't probably be taken so seriously but that's my own shit (laughs) um (laughs) so i felt like you know did she really steal him it seemed like maybe they were on a first date or something and he saw the sister and was like damn i fuck with the sister no, it did because they were at the skating rink. Yeah. So and he was feeling her. Mama said if for, in order for her to go out, you had to bring a sister. So I feel like the way he was looking was like that's the first time he saw her. So I was like, maybe it was a first date. And then now maybe he kept talking to you. Clearly, because then Terry yeah. had to beat her ass at the car. They were so. hard. <laughs> they were really but it's just like. But then it made you feel bad because then Terry was like later in the movie, like, I'm still jealous that y'all together yeah. all these years. And now she is on her second marriage and we're going to get to and the fuck up part. Over. But like, yeah. she's on her second marriage. So she still was jealous that, you know, you're a good man. I think I that was have... part of her beef with her, though. Yeah, totally. I think like, it was like. Never let it go. Never. And it's like. like they obviously probably are a better fit. Um, because let me tell you, I hate the Terry's of the family. Okay. So, you know, I got to say this. I saw a little bit of Terry in me. Oof, did you now? <laughs> I saw a little Terry in me in the sense you that. You've also been a caregiver. So I can Yeah, I was like in the role that like I've been the caregiver at times. I was the financial stability, the physical stability for a lot of people. And so I get. Terry's frustration where it's like, yeah, automatically Terry's money. You think I'm right. an ATM. And so I kind of was like, girl, I feel you, sis. But you weren't <laughs> a bitch about it. She was a bitch. No, she, I mean, she did. She liked to throw it in people's faces, which I don't necessarily do. Yeah. But I did empathize with Terry in the mm-hmm. sense that it does get exhausting when you're the only one who can yeah. help. And, and so that's what I didn't like. It's the throwing in the face. Cause it's like, okay, maybe and you could have helped. Anyway. And I also did not like that, like I felt like sometimes Maxine assumed just because she had, she should give. Yes. And she because 
we see that later in the movie. She was like, well, we just figured that, Terry, you can pay and we pay y'all back. And it was yeah. just like, no. You're like, no, ask her and let her make Decide. the choice to mm-hmm. say, yes, I can help. I want to help, etc." So I, yeah, that part is so funny because when I was younger, that part never even phased me. But that was one thing I honed in mm-hmm. on very quickly. Like, whoo, I see yeah. myself in Terry. Um, because people do just assume because you have the means, then you can just always help. But like, ask me the question, the answer might always be yes for certain people, but at least ask me, just don't assume that I'm going to help. I have to help. I should help. So yeah. Yeah, because Maxine at the end, like, yeah, that part, I was like, wait a minute, we just figured you were going to pay. That's not how you present that, yeah. I also liked with Maxine, her and Kenny were cute because he was still, like, so in love with her and, like, he was like, oh, you fine. Like, she just had a baby in her room, but he, like, trying to fuck. Yeah. And I also do, let me write this down before we get to it. I felt like a lot of the niggas in the movie had audacity. They did. So you got first. I felt like we can transit bird and limb. Now, (laughs) I wish we had gotten more backstory as to why her and Samuel did not work Mm -hmm. and how she met limb. Because there was, it was a play there. Like you have the, the fine guy with money. Yeah. And then you have a, you end up with a jailbird. Yeah. And also how long were they together before getting married? Like, yeah. I wish we had some backstory because yeah, they were still playing a lot of games. And so I thought about another shit that hits different. We did. Why these niggas always got come to your job and act up. Yo. He slammed that door and I was like, yo, you just $500 in damages right there. <laughs> and then, and then you push me up against the wall, my nigga. You a in my times. business in front a of all my clients and employees. Yo. Showed his ass. He showed his whole ass. Samuel showed his ass coming up in there, mm-hmm. giving the break. Like, why these niggas keep coming to their job? <laughs> Yeah, they, I just they showed him, he showed the shot with the bracelet. But I do feel like this was a hard thing. Bird knew should have known she fucked up. She should have told him. She was so out of pocket. Like you can't ask and eat and 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 Maxine again. Vivica was just perfect. She told him, you cannot ask your ex-man to get your new man a job without telling him. He's going to feel slighted. First of all, men's ego, big part of sense of their self is tied into their money and how they provide. Yeah. He already didn't want to tell you he lost his job, which was his fuck up, but we're on her, um, because of the embarrassment. And then you sneakily knowing what type of nigga the light skinned one is. Cause he <laughs> you know, Samuel was just could not wait. Also, I hated how they, um, I mean, I hated and loved it how when he was talking shit to um, Lim, they zoomed in on his mouth. 
Yeah. I felt like that was all limbs saw and was like, oh, because I've been, I, somebody's been saying some shit to me that I absolutely don't like. And that, all I see is their mouth and me running right up in it. That scene was filmed so well. It was also bothering me that his teeth were different colors. Like, oh they my weren't. Gosh. <laughs> I was like, why is one so white and one so yellow? Like, even, like, caps? What happened? Did he lose a couple of teeth? Yeah, I don't know. It was very strange. Yeah, but that scene was filmed so well because they were zoomed in on his mouth, and then you could just see Lim was just like, "I'm gonna fuck this nigga up." (laughs) He was so confused, and you know, she just should have talked to him about that, or sit back and let him figure it out himself. That's the thing. Like, I feel like, especially in relationships, especially with men and women, like. Sometimes men don't want the help and you can try your damnness and then they will resent you for the help. Yeah. Because he was real happy when he got that fucking job back. Right. Everything no, was fine was, and like, dandy. He was like, because they know I'm a skilled, hard worker. <laughs> right. But also she had like got you the job. So, so you know, my ass being me, I had to look up what because he was like making eighty thousand dollars a year. I had to look up what eighty thousand dollars in nineteen ninety seven is today. <laughs> what is it? I'm so, so today sh- it's one hundred and thirty seven thousand eight hundred and sixty three dollars and sixty eight cents. Okay, so he was. So he was like he, he was so. Decent. So I had to put this in twenty twenty one terms because he acts just like how niggas act who got a good job now, right? He yeah. is a good on paper nigga. Yes, yo, yes, he is. A GS-13 or so. Yeah, he a GS-13. You know how the government niggas are. Yes, yeah. That's how them niggas act. If you're in the D.C. DMV area, you know what we're talking about. They swear they have shit. make a little money, who are cute, got a job, they make some money, they don't got no kids, they think they hot shit, they good on paper niggas. That's all I saw because I was like, I don't encountered a few of them niggas just like him. I need to put it in 20 because when they said eight thousand dollars, I was like, nigga, that's not a lot of money. But right. in 97, it that was, was a lot of money. The little coin. So I said, I what mean, is that today? You mentioned that about the government and that type because I realized watching this, younger me remembered. And I was like, you know, I always like a Kenny type of nigga. That's always I am still <laughs> there. I'm say- I was like a lawyer because um uh Vanessa's William husband, what was his name? Miles. Miles. Miles, I was like, definitely I remember not feeling it with Miles. Lim, it was like it was either Lim or Kenny for me. And I was like, you are still that girl. <laughs> so I'm gonna definitely say I probably would have did Lim because I just don't like jail. Um <laughs> Now, I, I I hope I graduated, but I have definitely been. Yeah, but no, Lim, hey, he like he had throw down. Because um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes with him is when they come into the house and find out she's not working. And her little gay friend was like, mm. like. <laughs> favorite part, yeah. But I'm with you. I'm okay with a good blue collared nigga who loved nice. me when I'm in a robe holding the baby, bringing yes. home an Apple computer. That's yeah. the kind of nigga I want. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm like, I'm I like that middle, like middle lane. I don't need you to be this flashy. Oh, I'm so special. I actually hate it. Yeah. I struggle. It feels like me too, sir. So here's the thing. I love fine niggas. I love cute mm-hmm. niggas. 
And a lot of them had that mentality. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Like, and mm-hmm. so it's it's the struggle because it's like I don't care, but I'm I really do like fine niggas. And I know that's yeah. like my toxic um the this the, the yeah, that's like a, a touch point for me. Yeah, no, and I do too. But then I get annoyed. I get annoyed really, really quickly. And the older I get, that's the, fair. The quicker I get annoyed. And I just feel like you're fine and all, but like not fine enough for this. You're not fine enough for this. I feel like a lot of niggas need to hear that because <laughs> them good on paper niggas really will walk around like, oh, I got this, this check, that check, is- check. And yeah. act like that shit don't sting. Motherfucker, no, it don't work yeah, that no. way. It don't yeah, work that I'm way. I'm real down to earth, sir. And we, we're probably on the same pay grade. So I need you to calm it down. Because who do you think you are? Because me too. Because me too. Period. Look, you mentioned Miles. He was the last nigga. This motherfucker had audacity too. Because I need to point out... Um. First of all, Michael Beach always plays a motherfucker. Fuck all the time. That's why I always hated him. I've never seen him in a role where he didn't do fucked up shit. He yeah. always plays a motherfucker. So even in the harder they fall, when it started and I saw his face, I was like, I knew he did something to get shot. Because he always plays a motherfucker. He's never, I don't... He's never a decent one. Never. I have never seen so many people like somebody play so many. Fu- Even when he was on Law and Order SVU, oh, now you know that's was my he shit. The gay one? He was the download nigga that gave no, his wife AIDS and it, and it killed a motherfucker trying. To, you, so let me tell you, Michael Beach never plays a good character. <laughs> it's so funny because I remember that episode like the back of my hand. It's one of my favorite terrible. episodes. It was really good though. It was a really good Because my favorite too, Ice T, don't get me started on Lauren, or that's for you. He's talking to the guy. He was like, that means you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I see was like, shit you know, Ice T is playing shit. The, the guy was like, man, I'm not gay. I just, I just sleep with niggas. Oh, he mm-hmm. niggas. I just sleep with men sometimes. Right. And the Ice T is like, I hate to break it to you. That means you're gay. <laughs> that is one of my favorite episodes. I see some was gay. Yes, he was right. some was so gay. He, so he felt like he was well versed. And he was like, <laughs> you, sir. you, sir, are gay. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite episodes of SBU. But <laughs> Michael Beach being a motherfucker in that too. So we have to go back. He was poor in communication. I did not feel like Terry was asking for much. She was a little harsh in her approach. It was some money missing. Oh, I took $5,000 out. Her thing was, well, next time you take money out the accounts, just let me know. Yeah. That seems like a fair fucking request. It is. I saw I saw so much of myself in Terry because that's how I am with all these. I be telling these niggas, just, just communicate and tell me. Just, just say what say you it. want. Just tell me. That's all she asked. And I feel like he probably had been doing things like that enough that now when she does communicate with him, she's harsh. Because yeah. that's too. After a certain point, if I find myself having the same fucking conversation with you, when I first started out talking to you like this, it's none, of, it's not going to be this anymore. 
It's going to be, why the fuck didn't you? And then it's going to be, a, it's probably going to be more aggressive and you're going to feel a way about it. And I'm not no. saying right, but this is how I got here. For sure. So I saw Terry and myself again. I was like, sis, yes. Like, she's like, nigga, you don't got to huff and puff and run away. All I'm saying is just inform me next time because it's a mm-hmm. joint, a motherfucking account. All right. That would seem simple. Mm-hmm. Then this nigga, she can't go to his performance. Like, all right, Terry, you got to support his little dream. She was diminishing his little dream. Like, I thought this was a hobby, all this shit. But I also felt like he could have, maybe there was a conversation missing there. Like, hey, you know, this is more of a passion versus I quit the firm today or whatever the fuck he said to her, right? So she doesn't go to the performance. Cousin Faith goes. But before you go on, I also felt like she forgot. So I feel like it was one of those things, like I told you three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, and I'm busy. Not even that I'm busy, but maybe he told her. And then his next time reminding her was the night of. You know, because I'll be forgetting shit. If I don't put it in my calendar, I might, in my skip, I just told you I forgot some shit. I was like, oh, I forgot to RSVP. It skips my mind if I don't do it in a moment and I get distracted. So working the way I feel like, I feel like she was okay with pushing it off because he hadn't reminded her and she forgot. Like, well, fuck it. I got work to do. No, that's, that's fucking fair. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Then you got cousin Faith comes up, right? And we all know the 80-20 rule. So here goes cousin Faith giving him the 20 that Terry isn't giving because she showed up to his little dry ass show. And that's what annoyed me. Because I feel like if he was really gating for that 20, he should have fucked her that night and not some days later. So part of me (laughs) felt like in watching that separately. Faith was just out of pocket, even when she's saying dance with me. Okay. Yeah. I'm not dancing. I'm not dancing with somebody like somebody's known husband. No. Especially if they're not there. That part. So I was like, okay, that's step one. Strike two. You know what? Strike one for me was her just showing up. Her just showing up. (laughs) Because I felt like she knew what the fuck she was doing. Yeah, just like how she's because she what she say to him when she first mentioned the show to him. But I guess she was like, I heard you and I heard you talking to Terry. Yeah. So now you in our business, one, and you show up. I feel like she showed up with the intention. She showed up with intention. You know when you got a you know when you got a nigga, right? Yeah. You know when it's like, if I play this right, I'ma get him. And that's all it was. Now he tried to be uh, tote the line of like, oh, this is family. But that- if no, he, I think he tried to, so he felt it that night, but he was trying to your point. Yeah, push he off. tried. Then he, here comes Terry and you up in the motherfucking studio on the roof giving some dry ass humps. Now, Terry better than me. I guess because Ahmad was there. I guess so. She didn't want to cause a scene in front of the baby. Mm-hmm. But then she also held that secret in for a couple of days until yeah, the that's party. She and 
Terry knew what was up when she walked in that house and she looked over and saw that pillow on the floor and that that beer bottle and that she was mm-hmm. like, wait a fuck. She she did like a little glance around the table and mm-hmm. they went upstairs. My thing was we have to give the kudos to Vanessa Williams because I don't know if many people know, but the iconic line, fuck the family. Yes. I let the family in my house and they fucked my husband. <gasps> they fucked my husband, right? That that was all ad lib. Really? I watched an interview. Oh, she did improv. That's amazing. Yeah, I watched an interview with her like a couple years ago, and she was saying that fuck the family, all that yeah. that was not in the script. It was all ad-libbed. No, she, iconic. He did that. She did that. Like the delivery, the it was like a call and response because she hit him with a huh and nobody answered because they knew she had lost her shit. You it, know, the whole the whole scene good. is brilliant. Brilliant. Because then, cause then here comes Maxine. She's like, Miles. Like, damn, nigga. Like <laughs> such so I like I was rooting for Even her shoulders dropped. She was like, Yeah, she was just like Miles. <laughs> And she's like, that's right. I let family in my house. Family fucked yeah. my husband. And they're all like. Back to Michael Beach. Okay. I, yeah. He was a bitch ass. He didn't say much the whole fucking movie. Because <laughs> I he feel like so many, of the scenes, so many of the scenes, they cut to him and he was just like. Standing. Like and dramatic think, stares. And you know what? That might have been by design. My mind just started, you know. Um, but I feel like maybe because he was the second husband, maybe he was in an awkward space of not knowing how to really mix in the family on top of him and her having issues. Maybe, maybe that was like supposed to be his role, but what I really did not appreciate, cause here's something about the, like, okay, you cheat and you're going to feel guilty. Sure. But I was embarrassed for the both of them to decide to have sex and just totally disregard Terry in a way, have sex up against the wall, and y'all both like walk away and crumble somewhere. I was yeah. so annoyed. Because what was the fucking point? I hate that whole scene. Um, it annoyed me. It did. Also, it- you came inside of her, Goofy, because I just feel like he I is. thought about that, too. <laughs> and then the other part that was the most egregious part of this, you in our motherfucking house, fucking my cousin, while my mama in the hospital fighting for her life. Nigga, I'd have spazzed the fuck. Fuck him all. I'd have spazzed so hard on that nigga. Yo, I, and that made me think too, like, has he cheated before? Like, I don't know. I don't know where she got that, but maybe she's used to kind of like saving face. Cause I would not, maybe. I would have lost my shit. Been, Amai, get your ass downstairs in the house. Boom. I'm kicking through the door. Yeah. Like, I'd have been up in that motherfucker's face. You fucking my cousin while my mama is in the hospital in a coma. That's enough for her to have stabbed him right there. <laughs> How dare you? I was so, that scene triggered me so bad. And I have never even been like openly cheated on. If I was, I did not know. Um, 
with some shit like that, like, oh, I wanna nobody, fight no. Like, I'm going to fight everybody. So that scene at the party, she grabbed the, like, that is one of the best scenes of the whole movie. And so once <laughs> I found out she ad-libbed the lines, and then she grabbed that knife and chased them, and then she turned and saw that bitch. And shout out to Vanessa Williams. Shout out to the extras in the background because I was really hearing their response. They were like, oh. <laughs> like it was good. <laughs> they really did a good job. Everybody, everybody they really, really did. did. That- the way, and I was like, I know that level of madness when it's just like, I don't really care about what happens here, but I'm going to yeah. do what I need to do to get this off. And if it's like, this is- all around with a knife, but you see what niggas do they drive successful accomplished sane women (laughs) chase your ass in the middle of a party with dozens of witnesses the fact that she even felt like she needed to eat that like was he still in the house like how you i'm not holding i cannot be in your face after you And I'm a play unless I plan on killing you. Like, I don't really see no other way or reason to play it cool. Yeah, nah, I I commend her on that shit because all the Sagittarius fire in me would I, mm, mm, I've been busting that studio up. (laughs) I have it. My chart really does not tone me down at all. That shit. I'm like, mm -mm, I'd be all all. jump off the ledge with it. Maybe my Virgo or Libra side would have kicked in and I would have been like, that's most of the time how I, yeah, the Virgo and cancer will kind of tell me I'm a cry too, for sure. But please believe I'm thinking about murder at the same time. It's not even, yeah, she held it together. She held it together. And so now cousin Faith, the only good thing I can say about cousin Faith was her dance routine was very nice. <laughs> I was like, this is really good. I forgot how nice. I forgot it how good it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Blacks used to like, you know, give us a little bit of that Savion Glover, a little something to yeah. like hip hop or popular music, popular black music. So that was cute. Oh, speaking of music, what a super group. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Miles, what was it? Milestone. Milestone. Casey and JoJo. I feel like they really listed them as milestone. I think they did the on, the <laughs> on the soundtrack. I was say the soundtrack for Soul Impeccable Food was hitting. Soundtrack. Impeccable the, soundtrack. The, the they soundtrack were, was a group. They were a group for the movie for like. Yeah, because um, I think when I did go look, because I wrote down, don't forget to talk about the soundtrack. Um. <laughs> I do believe that they were listed as milestone. What was it? It was after seven and Casey and Jojo. Yeah. Yep. 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 AKA milestone. Get into it. Y'all get into milestone, which is how that was so funny. (laughs) Also, it it was some years later. I connected that. um, I connected that cousin Faith was the girl in Showgirls. Oh, yes, they uh Jesse fucked. Or they yeah, got they raped. got raped. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I connected many years later, like, oh my god, that well, was no, Jesse fucked the guy with the dreads. I forgot. Yeah, no, she yeah, was yeah, the yeah. guy that got raped by the 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 guy oh. who was like the star. She was um, I can't think of her name, but she was the costume designer 
in Showgirls. Yes, 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 yes. That she yes, was living with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look at Cousin Faith. I mean, she was in Showgirls. The last thing, this is just me being foolish. I said, why the fuck did they have that funeral outside in Chicago? They look cold as fuck. But Vivica was acting her. She was. <laughs> she was so good. She was so and good. then I was like, why wasn't more people there for Mama Joe's funeral? Because the way they talked about her was like, Everybody loved that's her. How, that's how people are. And it was only like 20 people at Big Mama funeral. And I just. That's how people are. That part triggered me too, because as being a caregiver for my grandmother and having to talk her into doing things that she didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that part, I was like, damn, that did hit a little different for me as well. Oh, She's like, nobody's cutting so off my good. leg. And that's final. <laughs> like, like we make it funny now on the internet. <laughs> A big mama, your arm. But when I was watching it, I, I was getting sad because I was like, "It's happening." We do. Like, we like a joke. Got a big mama, your arm, but that shit ain't funny. It's not. <laughs> she had the beaties because every time it's this time of year on Instagram, them pictures that go viral and people cooking the um, sweet potatoes and pouring ten bags, of, ten pounds of sugar in it. They'd be like, "Big mama, your arm." <laughs> <laughs> but in the movie <laughs> it was sad and you, and you know what really made it sad because Amon looked sad as shit because he felt like I felt like he knew some shit was off like not you just burning like come on big mama y'all he, like, she just, he was like that. big mama y'all <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck in hindsight <laughs> it's like ain't nothing that my herbs and turpentine can't solve they're like oh my god that's your diabetes <laughs> sad and it's not sad but it's kind of funny but like diabetes is like such a funny illness I think it's the word how come they couldn't give it like a better like glucose intolerance or something because it's like diabetes just sounds funny sounds funny um also as blacks we call it the sugar and I just you know I don't I don't know what to make of that diabetes is just a funny ass name yo and black people do call this sugar the sugars and it's just like i i feel like they need to come up with a new name for diabetes they should. they should they really should um i just really it's so sad it's it, but it is a very serious disease so yeah no we're not laughing at diabetes but like it's just like the name it's just funny like yeah. why is it diabetes <laughs> I've only seen Big Mama, Your Arm on the internet. Like, I have not seen the movie in like <laughs> years. So when it came up, I was like, yo, niggas ain't shit, because this is not even funny. It's not. <laughs> Her arm was y'all. in that motherfucking fire, yo. For a minute, too. Yeah. I was just like, okay, no, this was so funny, but now it's, it's funny again. <laughs> oh, shit. I was emotional the morning I watched the movie, because I was like, also, because like big gatherings and stuff like that, I think my family used to do that for Christmas. We don't do that anymore. And I was just like, oh, I remember. And it's like missing now. So I, it might have been some of that, too. I just felt it is. I do feel like nowadays hour. families don't gather the same way as we once did. Yeah. Um and so, especially too in my family, I have a small family. And so most of the elders in my family are deceased. Yep. And so there are really no old people in my family anymore. Yeah. Like 
my and mom, was, the, the old people are in their 60s, which is not old. And so, yeah, yeah I feel like that gathering and the I don't matri- have any grandfathers, but my grandmothers, are, but they're getting to the age where, no, yeah, I'm like, my house and no, I'm not cooking a five course meal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I'm, I'm a lot different. All of my biological grandparents are deceased. Um, mm-hmm. So I still have Pop Pop. And, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just like, I think, I think what really kills the families is when the matriarch dies and there's no one to replace it. Yeah. And so for me, yeah. um, I think for like my mom, it was like when my great grandmother died, that was the first mm-hmm. break. And then for us, when my granny died, yeah. So, and again, like my mama only 60, like she can't be a big mama at six. Like <laughs> well, I, we ain't got no kids. Yeah. So like, who's she big mama, mama, mama for? But she a big mama from my brother, you know, and then, and now, you know, like even, well, my brother has a family, you know what I'm saying? So they could do, well, he also doesn't celebrate holidays. Uh, I don't really deal with my sister. So I think it was like, I was like, oh, you know, like I don't really do this with my family anymore. But then I remember there was a time was when I was a mod's age. So I felt, I think, more connected because there was a part of me looking to like, that's a lot of shit to clean up. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's, it's the house. <laughs> this is like, why I tell my family and this, this big mama would never do this. I'm like, we it's we're small. So it does mm-hmm. not make sense for us to have two large meals back to four weeks apart. Yeah. So I sent the text out. Y'all pick. Thanksgiving or Christmas, Christmas is my vote because Christmas is my favorite holiday. Yeah. And so everybody's like, all right, Christmas. So we probably just go out to eat on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you know I'll what? go pick up some plates from a few people. Yeah. I know who families gather, but my family is too small to be doing these large ass meals like that. So but I'm going to ask my mom about that too, because I mean, because like now it's most of the time, me, my mom, my dad, my nephews and niece will probably pop up since, you know, my brother doesn't mm-hmm. really do the holidays, but it's us. So, but mom, you know, my mom's a Sage too. So like, she loves the shit out of Christmas also. Like, yeah, she's I love it. been Christmas shopping since last summer. <laughs> um, she always going to have a gift ready. Um, But I think it's hard for me to change her mind about picking one. Cause I'm like, yo, Thanksgiving, I could really chill at home. I could do Uber Eats or I can go out to eat. I don't need the whole thing. Also, Turkey's about to be $3,000 for y'all. Oh my God. The price, everything is so fucking high right now. Like I just cannot. Like miss never have Turkey wings anymore. I wanted to, I went in there last, what was it? Sunday or Monday. I wanted to make Turkey wings. All they had was the split turkey breast. And I settled for that the last fucking time I wanted turkey wings. I'm not doing it again. So it's like, we're not going to, you know, we don't have to do that. I would be. Yeah, cool. no, I'm with it. One year for Christmas, we didn't cook. We went to Fogo de Chow. Hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I think. Oh, we ordered a meal from a caterer and I warmed it up and I made like my mom made a cake and I made like we yeah. made extras to go with it. But the bulk of the meal was ordered and that was chef's kiss so it's just like i'm with you those traditions are gone but i just feel like this too it's hard to bring back big mama because big mama's gone that image grandmothers don't look the same like my granny would not be out here on tiktok putting on spandex dresses and heels trying to do a tiktok 
And you see this shit and people be like, oh, she look good. No, and that's how people was in my DMs about that shit when I posted a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm not saying women don't look good, but she looks 70. Like, let's not play ourselves. She looks like an old ass woman. (laughs) She has a tight body is what you... Yeah, like she looks... I'm not saying she look bad. She looks fine, but she also Mm -hmm. looks 70 fucking years old. Let's not play ourselves here. And so, but that's what 70 year olds are doing today. Everybody yeah. wants to look good and be in spandex and getting Botox and bullshit. The big mamas is gone. Yeah. I don't know. When is big mama not coming back? It's very few big mamas left. We, we might be going into a new age. Like I want to be a big mama. I don't want to be um, J-Lo. I want to be a big mama without a kid, baby. <laughs> <laughs> look, I always used to say this. People used to laugh at me. I always said I wanted to be a grandmother, but I didn't want to be a mother. <laughs> So. <laughs> you could be, you know, maybe, so gotta, like, uh, maybe I'll find a nigga who got kids and then I could maybe, just be like a yeah. grandmother. Oh, that is like that a is. bonus mom and then a grandmother. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to birth anything. At this point, birthing is just really not a not. Like uh, I, I, and, I, and people laugh them? at me when I say it, but I really mean this from the bottom of my toes. Like the thought of being 40 any like anything with a toddler fuck no and then also the thought of me like I like sleep and I get up at the last possible moment most days and so the thought of like okay in order for me to start my day I have to get up at five something to get these little niggas ready for school and make lunches and all that shit and then start my day fuck out of here some days I I can't even keep my eyes open at night yeah, and I gotta do bedtime. I don't want to do that shit, honestly. So when I think about it, those things literally the thought of doing those things repulses me. And so, yeah. I honestly don't. I'm not interested. So like, I don't have enough torso to carry a baby for nine months. <laughs> All right. Well, you know this episode has been real. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It just you know maybe I'll carry small, but my mind immediately goes to like where. Is the baby going to go? I'm so sure. And I just feel like it'll be like month four. And I'm like, you know what? You need to sit down for the duration. Uh, I could see it happening. My thing is I legit don't like. I would have to lose weight to get pregnant to then get gain weight. weight. And I'm just like. I would absolutely want to lose more weight before I got pregnant. Once I I just lose weight, I just want to keep it gone. (laughs) Right. And also, like having a baby, them muscles, them muscles never tighten back. Oh, and that's my thing too. I have, I most likely would probably have to have a C-section because my appendectomy. I was cut open, so most they're like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna cut, they're gonna cut that open." And after doing that pain once, I want to do that shit again either. No, that's too much. So, well, yeah, she could. This episode has been real. Yes, had a good time. Bring back big mamas. <laughs> <laughs> big mama arms. We need them. <laughs> that's why these, that's why people be on TikTok making these badass recipes. They don't got the big mama arm. I, oh, I want to fucking fight her. Like, I don't I even know her pomegranate. name. It's always something savory and then she throws in a fruit. Is that? Is yeah, that a- that's, I shared that shit when she had the mashed potatoes and then she threw in pomegranate seeds. I want to fucking fight her. And even if she is trolling, you just wasting good ass food at this point. So yes. it's just stupid. So, no, all hate. right. Well, everyone, that is it for this week's episode. <laughs> Bye, Bye. <Shika. laughs> 
All right. That is it for this week's episode. Uh, thank you to the homie Sheikah for dropping in and doing another funny shit hits different episode with me. Also, be sure to support our sponsor, Dame Products. When you support our sponsors who support us, you're ultimately supporting the Boonie Breakdown. And so we thank you. Thank you so much. You can use the code Boonie10 to save on 10% on all of your Dame product purchases. You can do that at the link in the show notes. All right. So that is it for us this week. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any apps that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those five-star reviews too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope fucking week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Homaste. Until next time.